Yo, it's Darnay Holmes, and you tune in to the Second Win Podcast. The things that I went through allow me to be grateful for what I got now. As long as I've known you, you're so calm, cool, collected, like you always composed. Pops got shot seven times. Remember that night vividly. Me helping my moms out when I was a sophomore in college, I was sleeping in the locker room. And I ended up getting a call from uh, the Giants, and I, I was just... I was just happy. Kenny Moore and Mike Hilton, they got a feel for the game. Now it's time for you to perform based off the knowledge you got, the talent you got, and the principles that you lean upon. Before we get started, I just want to give a huge thank you to all of our fans, all of our supporters, um, all the likes, all the subscribers, all the comments. Uh, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of our heart, from the Second Win family. Really appreciate the support. I give a huge shout out to our sponsor, AG1. It's one of the best things for you. It's good for your immune system and gut health. It gets delivered to me every month. Trust me, go get that. AG1 makes our routine super simple and it tastes great. We're on the road every week for the podcast, so you know, we need consistency to be successful. AG1 is the best thing out, has everything you need, 75 vitamins, 75 minerals. Wake up every morning, take it before a workout, makes me feel energized. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D along with five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash second win. Again, that's drinkag1.com slash second win. What up, Second Wind family? You now tuned in to another episode of the Second Wind Podcast. It's Gio, of course, with my slime, Jay Millie. Already. We on this joint. Um, today, I'm geek because we joined with our brother, Mr. West Coast himself. Himself. New York Giants cornerback, Mr. Darnay Holmes is on the show today, man. Appreciate yes, sir, you, brother. man. Appreciate y'all coming down from the East Coast to the West Coast, man. Always be great times on the East Coast, so I got to show y'all. The, the way we move in the land over here, All man. Right. And it's your G-Day, bro. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, most yeah, definitely. Man. Happy two birthday fives. to my dog, yeah, man. I appreciate that. Uh, had to make sure y'all come in a, a pivotal time of my life so we could just break bread and just talk about life for real. No, no doubt, bro. Happy happy to have you on the pod, bro. Appreciate man. you. It is beautiful out here, boy. Like Scenic yeah. route, yeah. Yeah, we got the scenic little joint out here. Yeah. Darnay taking care of us out here, man. If you come to L.A. and you get pulled over, say you know Darnay, Darnay Holmes, Holmes and you good. <laughs> you good. <laughs> <laughs> you might be solid. Right. You yes, might sir. be. My man, but, you know, um, just to start off, so you're, like you said before, I think we were talking before, you said you're from t- Tanzania, what, Pasadena. What, Pasadena. No, no, but you said you grew up before, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was telling them uh, I grew up in Pasadena, and then I transitioned to the Valley area yeah. once a uh, uh, seventh grade hit. Got accepted to Oaks Christian, yep, which is in Westlake Village, and from there I just moved down to the different districts and uh, ended my high school career at Calabasas. Yep. So growing up, you know, in LA and being around all parts of LA, you know, there's a lot of distractions out here, um, a lot of violence, a lot of gang violence. You probably know some friends or know some people that, you know, have gone that route. How do you, how did you stay grounded throughout those early years of your life to, you know, really stay humble, stay grounded and, you know, yeah. um, get to where you needed to be? Uh, really, I, I give a big shout out to my family, just the infrastructure that they, uh, planted for us. Uh, a lot of people know that I come from a gang culture family. Uh, my pops, not my pops. Well, actually, yeah, my pops was associated, got arrested for it back in uh, 10th grade. But outside of that, my uh, uncle has been in jail for life because of gang relation. You feel me? So that's just something that I grew up in, something that I never allowed myself to lean upon. Uh, definitely was able to take different ways of the mentality of being I wouldn't say aggressive, but understanding of what principles you should lean upon just yeah. in the world itself. But outside of that, I never really conducted myself in a uh, in a gangster aspect. You feel me? I always had that that attitude when I'm on, you feel me, in between those white lines. But once I was off the field, I was able to conduct myself as a man. That was pretty much because of my pops and my uh, my mom. Uh, people don't understand, like, my mom was a big role because we'd just be at a DMV and she just got me writing different letters, writing different uh, grammar things, and just writing different letters to myself or just to uh, to her. And uh, those things played a big role when I had to transition to Westlake area because uh, you had to lean upon your education. You couldn't lean upon just your skill set, you yeah. feel me? So I had to change my uh, language from, I used to read a book and it'd say going to, but I'd say finna. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? And uh, the teacher would be like, what you say, Darnay? I'm like, I'm finna. She like, mm, no, that's incorrect. Finna is crazy. Dead, dead serious. And that just was the, uh, the, the hood language. And uh, no disrespect towards that, but as you grow in life, there's different areas that you got to grow as well within yourself. So I definitely feel like I definitely able to articulate myself in the aspect of you don't got to question what I'm saying. You don't got to have me elaborate. 
You feel me? And I feel like that's big in this world because communication is just something that's that's pivotal in this world for yeah. sure. It's yes, a it skill. Is. It's a skill being able to like articulate to different demographics of people and being able to just talk about like you know your thoughts like be able to yeah. articulate your thoughts and what you what you really think that's that's a, that's a skill it's and like, being in different rooms just with different type of people that yeah. don't even look like you just being able to just to express what you're saying mm -hmm. that's big that's big time and i for real and being aware of what you're feeling and communicate it out as y'all was saying it's big like i feel like that's something that our culture don't really broadcast is being vulnerable mm. and talking out the things that we need to let go of like i feel like we build up this tension and then we just unleash it in an aspect or an environment that we know we should have unleashed it but it's been built up for so long mm -hmm. so it's like before things start building up just just talk it out you feel me instead of holding on grudges or just doing different things because shit as a man you know how it goes you gotta uh, be a leader uh, yeah. you can't be soft uh, you can't tell other people what you got going on in your life because you gotta be the you feel me the, the hierarchy of, of the whole foundation but once you start communicating things that you got going on you're gonna be able to able to operate more fluidly and more uh better than you should that that you you're gonna be able to operate way better because you're able to talk things out instead of letting things build up sure and that a lot, a lot of that is pride like i feel as like yeah as men like pride gets in the way so many times like you said like just being open to communication there's so many times where like something is so minute and yeah. people will make it way bigger and then the two sides don't even talk because it's like both pride. guys got too much pride like that j cole song he says pride is the devil and i yeah. i believe that like even me like i'll be having too much pride sometimes and then he's trying to tell them man <laughs> i'll be thinking about it and i'll be like man was i really like was it really that big of a deal but yeah. not nah, for real absolutely um you know here in la or here on the west coast like overall like you really somebody that people look up to you know mm -hmm. being a five-star yeah. you know staying home ucla getting mm -hmm. drafted like that's stuff that people that's that like that's not a normal thing you know yeah. i even told people coming out here like yo we got darnay Holmes, like west coast people and they was like darnay like he's yeah. bull you know what i'm saying so yeah. like you really inspiration to especially a lot of the young kids like how does it feel to be like kind of that person that people can look up to like just the young kids and people in general like from the west coast uh, i definitely say it's a blessing but uh it took it took work to get there uh it took a commitment to prioritize the greatness that i knew that i had within like i always got asked when i was a kid like what do you fear and my question always be fearing not being my best self mm -hmm. you feel me and that's just always how i operate because i know that each and every given day, we all got the same 24 hours, but it's like, what am I doing to prioritize me being my best self with journaling, reading, working out? That's the biggest thing, you feel me? Staying in shape, uh, fine-tuning the craft, you feel me? Because at the end of the day, you could get comfortable with your profession because you have been doing things right, but you're not really excelling because you're not perfecting those things, you feel me? Like, yeah, you may be getting by, but it's somebody who's coming up who's not just trying to get by, mm -hmm. you feel me? They really try to make a stamp. You feel me? So once I got to whatever level I was at, I was always looking for what's after that. Like what? Like all right, bet I got to high school and I'm a five star. But what's after that? I want to be all scholar uh, academic team, but first team football. Mm -hmm. Boom, got that. So what's after that? Got drafted. Okay, I'm in New York. I want to be able to build myself up outside of football, but also be a Hall of Famer within this football realm. Yeah. You feel me? So I feel like a lot of people get to. The destination but they not thinking about all right bet within this destination is going to be a journey so what, what's the vision in order to uh, obtain the things that you know that you could accomplish but like what's the what's the what's the tools you feel me what's the uh the guide the guidebook that you uh leaning upon so it's not even by coincidence that people from out here like you he were saying like you're a legend out here you say darnay holmes like everyone knows your name so it's not mm -hmm. by coincidence that people know you and follow you and look up to you so who instilled those leadership qualities to be that guy? Because it's not by coincidence, you know what I'm saying, having that confidence and, you know, people follow leaders. Mm -hmm. So who instilled those qualities in you to be who you are? Uh, I feel like uh, my dad got a top 707 uh, training program called the Pro-A uh, Pro Training. And pretty much within that, we had a lot of top guys. You feel me? And I was a very nonchalant five-star. Like, I knew I had it. Uh never really doubted myself but i just showcase it you mm -hmm. feel me i wasn't talking much you feel me something go wrong bet i'm gonna bounce back you feel me with stuff like that but once i got around people who was that and they showcased that i'm like bet i could pop it mm -hmm. why right. not pop it you feel me if you pop it in the aspect of it's competitive you feel me so i was able to get out of my shell and once i got out of my shell i'm like all right bet i'm able to pop it i'm able to put the work behind it and i'm able to really be consistent with it 
I don't got no ceiling. You feel right. me? So uh, once I got to college, uh, I feel like the thing that was my downfall my last year was I was too worried about the outside opinion. Uh, the first two years when you come in, you know that it's straight ball. You feel me? You're not worried about the, the NFL scouts and all those things. Nothing. And uh, coming in out of my sophomore year, I was a top 100 dude, uh, played great. And going into that spring ball, boom, I was free-flowing, balling. Right. I know I knew where I was at. Then once I got to uh, summer camp, fall camp pretty much, I knew that we were going to have eyes there. So I started having that uh, that devil whisper, like, uh, what they thinking about you? Mm-hmm. Oh, you did that mm-hmm. wrong. They seen that. Man. You feel me? Just having that, that little guy on my shoulder. And I was, I was feeding into it. I was consumed by it. You feel me? So I wasn't praying free. You feel me? And uh, I was glad I experienced that when I experienced that. And I was aware of what I experienced. Because I feel like a lot of people are experiencing, but they're not aware of what they're experiencing. Right. So they constantly go through that cycle. And yeah. there's a lot of things that we've been tested by, but it's a constant cycle of what the test is. And boom, once you pass that cycle, it's on to the next test. You feel me? So I understand that my test for me was pretty much not feeding into the uh, the devil's lies and the false things that you try to place within you and just go go do your thing. You feel me? And understanding that uh, I'm, a, I'm a person who's imperfect that's trying to be perfect. And by me experiencing the, the lessons, I knew that I was going to be able to uh, accomplish the, the big things in life. For sure. I love the way your mind Yeah, I was just going to say, I was just going to ask, like, you so, bro, you so, as, as long as I've known you, you so calm, cool, collected, like, you always compose. Where do mm-hmm. you get that from? Like, I never feel you, like, you frantic, yeah, like, right. or you know what I'm saying? Or, or you anxious or uh-huh. I never even seen you angry. Yeah. Right. You know, you always, <laughs> you know, I know, I'm sure you have those times, nah, but, like, for the most that. part, you one of the people that's always bringing a light to the room. You yeah. always got that big smile on. Mm-hmm. Like, even when y'all lose, y'all, you come out the locker room, like, you show love to the fans, and you like, yo, you dap me up. Like, you you just yeah. a happy, calm person. Like, where do you get that from? Uh, I feel like the things that I went through allow me to be grateful for what I got now. Mm-hmm. Like, Pops got shot seven times. Remember that night vividly. Uh, everybody had, who, I can't say everybody has had, but those who have had a broken home, they know how that split up was. Mm-hmm. You feel me? For sure. Uh, on either side, one of those sides don't have stability. Yeah. You feel me? I'm not going to say what side didn't have stability within my household, but I saw what that was. And uh, me helping my moms out when I was a sophomore in college from my whole sophomore year, I was sleeping in the locker room, like straight out. Really? Yeah. And had my best year. And I wasn't healthy looking at it now, but in my state of mind, it was boom. I'm in my workplace 24 7. There'd be times where I call the gentleman, like, man, I'm leaving study hall. I know the front door and the back door locked. My thumb ain't going to go through. Open that up for me. Right. And that's just something that I was doing, and I really wasn't too worried about what that title of living was. I knew that I had a a roof over my head, a pillow, you feel me, a blanket, Mm -hmm. a shower, you feel me, fits in the locker. (laughs) Right. (laughs) right. I'm stepping out like I got a whole closet, you feel me, but it's all locker room fits, you feel me? So, uh... I just was grateful for what I had, and I knew that now if you put this work in, bro, you could change this whole trajectory of your family living and your foundation that you want to build, the legacy you want to leave. So I always knew that the work you put in, you're going to get the the, uh, the harvest. It just You just don't know when. So it's like not really worried about the time spent in the craft and not worried about the residuals, the residuals of the craft. Because it's going to come when it's going to come. But it's like, all right, bet. are you able to be consistent with it? Even when it comes. Because I know for a fact, there have been times when it came, boom, I let go of the things that got me that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, damn, why well, I'm not accomplishing those things no more? Because you're not leaning upon that system you was doing when you had that good game or when you had that good year. You feel me? So it's like really being able to, like, prioritize the things I need to prioritize during that time and constantly doing it now. Because I ain't going to lie, once you able to – live a lifestyle that you always dreamed of, you could fall off. Mm-hmm. Quick. You get comfortable with it. Quick. You feel me? But I know that my family deserves this. I deserve this. So it's like, all right, bet. How can I keep on growing as a person, having my funds grow, so I'm able to obtain this this way of living uh, yeah. outside of outside of ball and uh, just obtain a way of living that I may not have had and my baby girl should have. You feel me? Because... Right. I went through, I went through, so she don't have to go through that. You Thanks. feel me? And I always remember uh, my my auntie, Auntie Donna. 
one of the biggest believers of the man above as 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 she should be. And she told me, literally, probably was a week into UCLA. I graduated early. I'm at UCLA, literally 2017, start of the year. We go to, uh, I think we was at P.F. Chang's, right down there by, uh, down in Westwood type of <laughs> Remember this shit vividly. <laughs> she gave me a, a, a daily devotional. Each day had a devotional with God's Word, X, Y, and Z. Still got that book to this day. But she said, baby, understand that what your daddy went through, he went through that, so you don't got to go through that. Mm. And God placing you in the same field that he was in to see if you able to uh, not make the mistakes that he made. It's all Damn. up to you on how far you want to take it. Right. I never heard. I, I heard her. I'm like, man, I'm about to go to class. I'm about to get to it. Auntie on me. We on. Right. <laughs> Simple as that. Exactly. We on. And then as I got to the NFL and I it was had to face different things that my dad had to face, I'm like, uh, okay, bet. I understand what she's this saying. This is what she know? was talking she about. I understand exactly what she was talking about. And it's really like that that free will choice, which is a, a, one of the most powerful things we got. That's what God gave us, free will. Free will choice. Free will, and, yeah. And having that awareness of, all right, bet this choice can trickle down and affect everybody that I love. So it's like, what am I doing to protect my ecosystem? You feel me? That's what she was stating. Mm -hmm. Long story short, you feel me? Like my dad made moves that he thought was protecting his ecosystem, but for the longevity of the ecosystem, it wasn't protecting them. For the short term, bet we on, we we stunning, we flashing, but in the long run, stop it. You feel me? So me having an understanding and uh, uh, knowing that, bet that's what she was meaning. So as I was saying, just prioritizing what you really want out of this lifestyle. That's facts. Damn, that that was a great answer, man. You so wise behind. Great you answer, so wise, bro. bro. Yeah, for being twenty five, like the way that you speak is so like profound. Like yes, it's like yeah. you have to listen. I read a book. That talked about like when you go through negative emotions in your life. So yeah, it's like when yeah, you yeah. go through like pain, like use it or it's gonna use you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you go Facts. through like anger, you gotta use it in a positive way, obviously. Yeah, real, use bro. it or it's gonna use you. And it's mm -hmm. like you were sleeping in the locker room and you could have let it use you. You could have yeah. used that to be like, man, I'm sleeping in the locker room. These dudes got a better situation than me, like blase, blase, blase. But you you used it. You yeah. was like, I'm sleeping in the locker room. Motivation. A couple years yeah. from now, <laughs> I won't be sleeping in the locker room. I'm going to be at this crib with this nice pool Fact, on a second wind podcast yeah. talking my shit because I made it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's dope, that's bro. Real. I love that. Like That's that's, that's beautiful for real. Nah, man. I appreciate that. You're blessed, brother, for real. So, you know, fast forward. Uh, you know, we were talking about this earlier, but that viral clip of your, your nephew when you picked UCLA yeah, yeah, yeah. and you stayed home, man, that was crazy. That was, uh, uh -huh. that was funny as hell, man. He was mad. He was tight. Yeah, he was mad. Yes. We're going to show that in here, but he was tight, <laughs> man. But, you know, what did it mean for you to stay home and, you know, like you said, like this, we say Darnay Holmes around here, like that That name holds weight. How how was that for you I'm to stay be, home? I'm going to be very transparent because y'all my boys. Uh, I was going to SC. Really? That was my choice. But my dad had a plan for me, you feel me? And I really didn't understand his plan, but I knew that he was trying to protect, as I said, that ecosystem. So uh, the coach that was at UCLA was Jim Moore. I've been knowing him since seventh grade. And then Demetrius Martin, he carried my grandma casket with my pops. Damn. He was the uh, the DB coach. Yep. You mm -hmm. feel me? Got a lot of guys that went to the league. So he asked me, boom, this is the, the night before the Army All-American game. I'm committing to you the next day. He like, so where you want to go, Nay? I'm like, man, I'm going to SC, Ajax leaving, the Dory Jackson leaving. Yeah, I'm gonna go play both ways, and I'm gonna go do my thing. Like, I'm about right. to go dummy. It, come yeah. on, it just it makes sense. He like, mm, nah, you gonna go to UCLA? I feel like that's the best for you. And I was a I was a five star recruit. I was the number one athlete in Cali and all that. Bull. But people don't be understanding like the journey of that wasn't a hassle for me because Pops allowed me to move how I wanted to move, you feel me? Mm -hmm. And he always knew that, well, I can't even say he always knew, but he knew that the steps he made up to there got me to where I was going to go now, you feel me? Because from not going to high school in Pasadena and going to high school here, I don't know where I could have been at if I went to high school in Pasadena. And that's nothing against the city. Like, I'm full throttle in support of the city, but just that time of the city condition, it wasn't nobody who was going to protect, you feel me, those who was able to get up out of there. And now we got uh, Lance Mitchell at John Muir who's just protecting those those seeds over there. But back then, it was no protection. It was no support. It was, you feel me, nothing going on that was really beneficial for what my dad seen within his seed. You feel me? So we moved out this way, and boom, blew up. Things went good. So now he's like, all right, bet. Let me keep on following the system that I've been using. And me, I'm not thinking nothing of it. I'm just like, all right, bet, bro. That's where you want me to go. <laughs> I'm over this. I got to go play ball in the morning. 
Let's ride out, bro. It is what it is. That's Boom. how quick the decision was. Like, yeah, you, facts. You just I, like, fuck I, it. I wasn't. I wasn't in a in a state of mind to argue. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm like, all right, bet you not in support of what I'm trying to do. Bet you been there from day one. You always tell me what my decisions. Bet I'm gonna ride out with you. You feel me? But within that, things happened. My uh, freshman year that the coaches got fired X, Y, and Z. So now I knew that. All right, bet. Whenever I got to make a decision, I'm going to make a decision where I can lay my head down on. Like, I can lay my de- my head down peacefully at night because I knew I made that decision. Yeah. You feel me? Like, in that time, I wasn't ready to make that decision. But now, boom, that situation happened. That experience happened. So when it's going to come back again, that cycle, boom, you're going to have to make a decision, eh? Boom. And the cycle was, boom, it's my third year. Had a high sprained ankle. Boom, wasn't playing too good of a ball. Uh, played good ball in the back end of the year, but... You know how it is in the, uh, the NFL scout realm. Once they, you go off their radar for a little bit, boom, they go on somebody else to fill that spot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, bet. I already graduated. I had good tape. And I'm like, all right, bet. It's time for me to make a decision. My pops like, you should grad transfer. You're not going to get what you what I feel like you should get. I'm like, I really understand that. I respect that. But I graduated. Early. I'm over, I'm over the college realm. I want to improve as a man and as a player. I want to be able to spend more time on my craft. I'm tired. It's time for me to go to the league. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, bet. I graduated. So now I'm like, I'm making these moves on my own. Now I'm like, all right, bet. Pops played a role. I'm like, all right, how can I get in the senior bowl? I graduated. Boom. I got the senior bowl invite. I'm like, all right, bet. I know when I get to the senior bowl, I could make up for all the crap I did early on in the season because I wasn't trusting my body because I really wasn't ready to play. Mm-hmm. Like I came back to play because... I wanted to be the leader that was that was on the team. I'm like, bet we about to play these boys who got up on us last year. I'm about to come back, show y'all I'm really riding with y'all. But in the individual aspect, it wasn't good for me. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't thinking in that aspect. You feel me? Exactly against you. Yeah. Exactly. And as you grow up, you feel me? Start having to think for your family and yourself. So I wasn't in that aspect. I'm like, alright, bet it's team right now. It's team right now. Bet. But me going out there was actually hurting the team. But they didn't know that. But uh, going back to the aspect of where we's at now. My like, right, pop said I should grab chance. I'm like, now nah, I'm going to senior bowl. Boom, I go to senior bowl, and I know what I got to do. I got to go play ball, show I can play ball, press, all those things. Boom. They threw me in the fire. I'm at nickel. I was watching your interview, and you said you knew all the tendencies. You yeah. said you were film study. You yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Facts, you said facts. I was studying everyone before I got there. He said, uh-huh. I know what release you going to Literally, like. me and uh, Dane Jackson at Buffalo, we in a room, bro. We putting up everybody tape. Just a little, you feel me? What's that? Uh, Bomb Productions. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Where he got that song yeah. at the start. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He got, <laughs> every he got every all, football player know yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. He got the highlights. I'm like, all right, but I'm going to check him out. All right, but he got speed. Okay, he like to set you up, go here. So once I got out there, I'm like, but I already know who the player is. Let me just go play ball. You feel me? I had a, a great outing during that senior bowl time. So I'm like, all right, but I feel like I made up for it. Let me go. Uh, my biggest thing for the combine was I thought I was gonna run a faster time. Yeah, you feel me? And that like, time they put so much into that yeah, damn forty exactly. yards. So I'm like, boom, that's something I'm gonna lean upon. But mm-hmm. he like, you don't know you're gonna lean upon your skill set, your craft, your your the way that you try to perfect your craft. You're gonna showcase that like you a you a technician. Mm-hmm. You are. You so are when I went to the uh, combine, you don't hear your time. So I thought I was sliding. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I'm like, I got the record. Hell, it's quiet. Right, right, right. It's quiet. It's over with. Man, the homie checked Twitter. He said, you run a 451. I'm like, oh, God, I'm faster than that. Right. I'm like, I'm throwing out all technique. It's hood racing. Hell. <laughs> 448. I'm like, are we solid? We solid. Right, right, right. Take the 44 real quick. <laughs> right. Can't go up no 45. Oh, I'm like, we solid. You feel me? So, uh, we good. And my biggest thing was during that time was do not judge any experience that you have within this combine atmosphere because they want to see how you react to things. You yeah. Know what I mean? They want to see how you stay up all night and then go perform the next day. Yeah. Or we got you sitting around waiting to pee in the cup, whatever the case may be. They just want to see how you respond. So it's all a mental test. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, bet. Now you just stay in the present moment, be down, down into what it is, and don't judge anything. Just accept it for what it is. Boom. So I stepped to the 451. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm just going to go do my thing. Hit this 448. I'm like, all right, bet. Let me go on the field. In the field, it was a, it was a clinic. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It was a yeah, clinic. Was right. your thing. So I'm like, all right, bet. Let's, let's see where the, where the, uh, where the car is going to fall. And then I ended up getting a call from uh, the Giants. And I, I, was just, I was just happy, for real. You feel me? And I'm, all, I'm a believer that 
everything happened for a reason. I remember my first physical. I'm walking in the tunnel. I see a, a rose. That's from I'm from you from Pasadena, city yeah, of roses. Yeah, so I'm roses like, yeah. What's that? They like, oh, that's when we won our first Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so I'm, I'm meant to be here. It's time to run it up, right? You, yeah. feel me? you here for a reason, they. Eh? You feel me? So uh, me understanding that, I just stayed the course, but had ups years, had down years, but each year, you feel me? I was able to grab some more experience. And now where I'm at now, I'm just happy to be where I'm at. You feel me? I'm in, I'm in a spot where I'm competing for my spot, which is every year. Mm -hmm. uh, never shy away from competition. That's just the way the, way the lead is. But I'm in a position where the experience I had, I'm not too worried about what's next for me because I know what I got to lean upon. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Whatever comes is supposed to come now. You feel me? And if I stay locked into the principles I need to stay locked into and I'm constantly crafting my my craftsmanship, I'm going to be the person that I was supposed to be, which is I feel like a Hall of Famer because the guys I look up to, they there. You feel me? They, they showcasing that. They performing it to do that. Now it's like, all right, but now it's time for you to perform based off the knowledge you got, the talent you got, and the principles that you lean upon. Because a lot of guys are able to perform just off straight, pure talent. Yeah. And that's what that that is for them. Like, either you in that bubble or you're not in that bubble. You feel me? Simple <laughs> yeah. as that. That's right. just the way the that's... football guys work. You're either in that bubble or you're not in that bubble. You feel me? And you know which one you is. You feel me? So I'm like, all right, bet. I got that, but it's a new position. So you got to learn what they know. Basic instinct-wise. Mm -hmm. like, let me look up to some dudes who are doing this. Basic instinct. Kenny Moore, Mike Hilton, all these guys. I'm I like, uh, they got a feel for the game. Mm -hmm. You feel me? They know that, yeah, you in a slot, you got to cover space, but by you understanding where the ball at, you're not covering as much space as you was just lining up blindly. Right. You feel me? And that's where I was at with it was, I don't know much of the position, so... Me going from outside to inside. Outside, it's like I got the sideline. You got it's I'm way to, different. I'm ready to break off that hip. The hip ain't doing much. Right. It's straight. Mm, mm, mm. Now mm -hmm. the hip is. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <Yeah>. And now <laughs> I'm going to sell you with that and I might keep going. Right. You right. feel me? So getting comfortable with being at that hip and being able to dance receivers took some time because it wasn't something I was usually doing. Like I played receiver. You feel me? But now actually guarding the top receivers, my art, but let me, let me learn some few things and really doubt into. Uh, Watching that film, like people don't know that watching film could be a hard task because mm -hmm. you're facing that that ego. Like you don't gotta watch that, or you know you got dealt with today. You shouldn't probably replay that because it might be happening again to you. Feel me? Like you, right, you're yeah. facing so many different thoughts that it's not true. You feel me? So I was like, man, I'm gonna get over myself. Let me watch this. Let me fix what I gotta fix. So next day, I'm way better than way I was better. before. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D along with five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash second win. Again, that's drinkag1.com slash second win. Let's backtrack to when you were talking about, you know, your pop helping you with decisions, you know, with UCLA and USC and stuff like that. He helped you with a lot of decisions, but how did he help you, you know, being a former NFL player, how did he help you, like, physically, you know, like, mm -hmm. becoming the player that you are? Yeah, really, for, uh, for us, like, literally every Sunday we had to get up and work out. No matter if we went to Dave and Buster's the day before, no matter if he was in Carson with our auntie, like, he going to pull that sheet off. You know when somebody pull a sheet off, you was, ain't, ain't no point of return. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You up. Hey, you getting up. You getting your ass it's up. It's time yeah. to get up. You feel me? Because we go literally get out the bed and grab that sheet. You don't want it. You <laughs> feel me? With, so yeah. I'm like, all right, man, we got to get up and get to it. And that's something that he constantly ingrained in us. And him having that, that street hustle, I, I had that in me. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like, I don't feel right going a day without working out. Right, like how that. some people don't feel right going today without making a sale. Mm -hmm. I don't feel right going today without working out. You feel yeah. me? And as I got older, I found a balance of a workout don't got to be physical all the time. It could be mental. Yeah, you feel me? It could be recovery. You feel me? But as time progressed, it took time for that. But every day I got to make some type of deposit. So I feel like that that hustle that he had from the environment he came from, but the, also the hustle that he ingrained from us having to get up every Sunday to work out is just something that I just constantly was able to lean upon when I was a kid. Like, I put in this aspect. My mom and dad never read to me. So mm -hmm. I wasn't a fan of books growing up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My girl, her mom was reading to her baby brother, her little brother reading books that I wasn't reading Yeah. in third grade. Right. He read sixth grade books. But it's because of the foundation and the the things that they was planting in him when he was a seed. The you feel me? Effect. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The things that you plant when you young. Those things gonna just something you're gonna be constantly doing. It's gonna be a basic instinct. You feel me? So that hustle my dad had 
and that my family had, it was a basic instinct for me. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, bet. Let me actually put some time to grab knowledge from books, grab knowledge from film study, grab knowledge from people who's in a position that I have been in or in a position that I desire to be in. And once you add that knowledge with just peer wanting to be great, it's over with. It's over with. It's yeah. over with. Oh yeah. Yeah. On the you know on the flip side of that, you know your pops helped you in that aspect, mm-hmm. but there was also you know you went through one of the most traumatic things that a kid could go through. Yeah. You know your pops was shot seven times as you mentioned mm-hmm. prior. You were what eleven years old. Yeah, around eleven for sure. Can you can you go through you know take us through that that night and like mm-hmm. what that did to you you know emotionally? Yeah. Uh, it was just a casual night. You feel me? Pops and his man's. They just doing what they do, you feel me? And uh, I was with my cousin, my brother. We posted, you feel me? Pop's about to leave for the night. He gonna be back by, for sure, morning time. But when we wake up, Pop's gonna be there. Next day, Valentine's Day, you feel me? So he for sure gonna be home. Yeah. I'm at Pop's foundation solid right now. Like, he gonna be home. So when we wake up, Pop's not there. I'm like, that's very awkward. You feel me? So I'm like, all right, I'm going by my day. We playing basketball and all that up the street then my sister hit the corner like pops got shot x y and z i'm like mm, this weird like i bet my mind race i don't know what to think so we finally put up to the hospital pops chained up handcuffed to the bed and yeah. he was shot seven times so i'm like i don't know what's going on but i'm glad pops made it out you feel me i'm just yeah. I'm trying to look for like what, what's the what's the solution to all this you feel me what's the next step so pops in good spirits Mom's helping pops out, you feel me? And just that experience right there. I don't know in that time if it lit a fire in me or if it didn't let a fire in me. You feel me? Because I was yeah. so young. So young, yeah. But I remember that experience in the aspect of him telling me that God kept me here for y'all. Damn. You feel me? Like he said, I know for a fact God kept me here for y'all. Cause the next day, later the day he got shot, the following day, we had like a training little showcase with his little uh foundation and about like 15 kids that he was slowly gathering, you feel me? Because we was in a new environment, so parents really wasn't trusting his vision, but slowly had people supporting the vision. So yeah. he like, God truly kept me here for y'all in the next generation. I truly believe that. And since then, you feel me, he got the number one uh, training in the aspect of 707, you feel me? A lot of top guys getting up out of there. Yeah. And uh, Pops always knew that he didn't have much resources to lean upon when he was a kid. So he's like, all right, bet. let me get these kids some resources that I didn't have, even though I was still able to make it to the league. But if I had these resources, I was able to, I'd be able to maintain the league, you feel me, and be consistent yeah. with the league. And he wasn't able to be consistent with it because he didn't have no, no guidance, you feel me? Like, he was doing things that he knew he shouldn't have been doing, but people he was doing it with was like, bet, we, we own that. Instead mm-hmm. of being, like, encouraged, I'm like, nah, we not on that, bro. Like, you feel me? So that's the big thing that, he always stated, is, man, don't be around no goofies. Talk about who you surround yourself with. Yeah, yeah for sure. Don't that, be shit, no goofies. that shit affects yeah. you. You always talk about legacy, right? And being present and just, you know, leaving a lasting legacy. And that um, video of your family on your Instagram is beautiful, powerful. You know, you being a dad now, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like that's even more of a legacy. Like, talk Facts. about that. How is that for you? Uh, I feel like my pops definitely left a legacy in the aspect of the different intangibles that we got as a family like that hustle like from my brother to my sister to me like we all got a hustle you feel me so that's the legacy he left behind and now i understand like all right bet he left that hustle behind but how can we can i leave how can i leave a a generational wealth foundation behind yeah mm-hmm. you feel me like the hustle got us where we at now but pops had to go back to square one Right. You feel me? Like, what if he'd have had to go back to square one? Yeah, where would you be? You feel me? Like, I probably fell into an operation that if I don't want to play ball, I'd have to play ball. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, I knew that the ball was going to be able to give me that, that I wouldn't say escape route, but that cash flow route to be able to take care of my family. But if Pops didn't have to have that the hustle of, by any means right now, he had that long-term vision, I probably still had the same grind, but I knew like, all right, bet once I got this 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 chicken, I'm gonna get, I could feed into this because I know this system gonna bring in dividends for us. You feel mm-hmm, me? So, but mm-hmm. now where I'm at is like, all right, bet, what different things can I get up off the ground that's able to offset the expenses that my family may have brought upon me, right? Or just the expenses that fatherhood and 
being a father had brought upon me. And it's like, all right, bet. It's different ways of operating businesses. There's so many businesses in this world, you feel me? So it's like, all right, what businesses that I could be a part of that I'm actually passionate about and I actually giving a helping hand to those who need the help a hand. So we've been big on looking into group homes. Uh, that's those dope. Paying it operation. Exactly, yes, paying it forward. Uh, something that's actually government funded, you feel me? So Damn. that's something that would be a constant flow for us as a family, but we also going to be not in it for the money, going to be in it for God's will, you feel me, for mm. God's doing. But it's also, and they, we live in economic where you got to have some money to fit, you feel me, be able to obtain just a, a basic way of living. You yep. feel me? So understanding, like, all right, bet this government funded, we could do that. Uh, it's different other uh, things that we can do that actually aligns with our philanthropy mission. So it's like, all right, now I'm at the point where my first first three years in the league, you feel me? I, I had to get a flow of, all right, bet this was coming in, this was going out, this was my budget going to be, and I'm on this budget, you feel me? This one I'm going to get issued out to my family, and that's what they're going to get issued out to. And anything else, else going to come from the heart. And people don't know, like, since my second year, I don't see no game check. I get sent my budget, and that's that. Mm. Damn. Smart. You feel me? That's smart. And it's been paying dividends, you feel me, for me able to be able to have a birthday I don't have now because I have to take the steps of understanding that. I bet. The NFL is a duration of time of my life. This cash flow, it's a well of water. It's mm. a well of water. So it's like, I right, bet. At the end of the day, this well of water going to be stopped getting flooded into. So what am I doing to maintain this well? What am I doing to grab from this well to put things in other fields that's allowing this well to be a launch pad to start different things? You right. feel me? But in order for it to be a launch pad to start different things, I got to figure it out on my own, like, what I want my lifestyle to be. Mm-hmm. Do I want to stunt every day? Do I want to go buy the extravagant clothes every day? You feel me? Do I want to look like the who's who's? Right. Or I want to take care of my fam, focus on the grind, and maintain a lifestyle that my daughter can maintain, I can maintain, my family can maintain, and we can just enjoy life for what it is, not for showcasing things that temporary, you feel me? Like, so why don't I do it for the, the worldly realm or the godly realm? And once I made the decision I want to do it for the godly realm, it's all about being disciplined with the funds that he's giving you. Because it's all, yeah. everything we're doing, the promotion, the second contract, that's all because of God's will. Yeah, you're doing that, but God's giving you the strength to perform like that. Right. So yeah. it's like, all right, but how am I stewarding out his funds, you feel me? So once my baby girl came, I got big back into the nonprofit side of things. You yeah. feel me? Because I know for a fact she ain't gonna live the lifestyle I left. I live, but how can I show her the lifestyle that I was living so she's appreciative of what she got going what on she now. Got now? God damn, that's, she that's, gonna be locked into preach. the nonprofit. That's a fact, though. You feel me? Yeah. Because that was my biggest thing. Like I, I haven't told Coach T Mac. We was talking to the sauna, and I'm like, man, how can I not have my baby girl spoiled riding? He like, you gotta show them the ropes that you live by. They don't gotta be in those. Just showing them grounds, but showing them ropes. Yeah. Yeah. And I took that to heart for real, for real. That's real. Yeah. For real. No, for real. that's real. And that's beautiful to see, you know, young black man talking like that. Yeah. For real. It's, for a, real. it's a whole different generation for us right now. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Very, man. I'm glad you like that. Very motivational. Yeah, for real. So, you know, you you stayed at UCLA for college, right? You, yeah. You didn't go to Ohio State. You didn't go to SC. You stayed <laughs> on the West Coast. West Side. And then fate brought you back to the East Coast with uh-huh. the Giants. You know, what did that mean for you? For the Giants to draft you, and what did that mean to bring like that Cali swag, Hell you yeah, know, that, to, West, Coast that West Coast swag to the East Coast? So it's funny because the West Coast swag was getting me trouble on the field with my uh, my first DC because I wasn't getting line fast. I was too casual. <laughs> you feel me? Too and, exactly, and that nonchalant wasn't wasn't allowing me to diagnose what the offense was presenting to me. Right. You feel me? So one big principle that I'll be be talking about is. Nay, just get a line. Yeah. Get a line once you get the call and once they break the huddle. Get a line. And from there, everything will take care of itself. But going back from being from the West Coast and dropped to the East Coast, it wasn't a big difference in the aspect of media and those things. The biggest difference was just being away from home, uh, the weather. And I like the East Coast and the aspect of it's a lot of exclusivity out there. Mm-hmm. And those who know, knows. And being in L.A., I feel like you're way more accessible than you are in the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You feel me? And the East Coast, you got that blue collar. Like, I don't care who you is, I'm going to get to it. You feel me? Hard yeah, working. you there now? I'm going to take your spot. I'm going to get to where you at. And I might help you out, too, to get there. Yeah. But the West Coast is like, man, you at where you at? Bet. I'm going to try to take that and take everything your family got. 
Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it's just a state of mind that the West Coast has been embedded to have, but I feel like as we constantly growing as a culture, it's something that we got to let go of. For you sure. You feel me? Like, it's all those who are billionaires, bro, they link up collectively, bro. We need to yeah. uplift each other. You feel me? We got to uplift each other. We like, just talk the about people that. at the top always collaborate. You feel me? Everyone, people it's don't all realize it. Yep. Yeah, they ain't get that by themselves. Come on. So it's like, in the day, I may not have the statement, big statement that you got, but by me going half in on something, you're going to have more money to go do something else that you may desire. But also, this project going to hit because I know for a fact it's a proven model. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you got to go in full effect, it stops you to lean upon that proven model because it's like, damn, if I put all this in, it got to work. Right. You feel me? So that stopped a lot of people from making moves because it's like, mm, this got to work. Yes, sir. You feel me? So, but you have to operate it like, all right, bet. And if it don't work, we're going to be straight. You feel me? Because it's a partnership. But nine times of ten is gonna work and gonna get the residuals to it because it's a proven model. You feel me? Collective, and man. You better together. Better together, bro. Better yeah. together. Somebody said you go fast alone, but you go further together. Now always, I always stick with me. That's a yeah. fact. And that's always stick with me. I feel like that's something that we leaned upon within our locker room because the coaching change happened, and it was pretty much the same dudes in that locker room, and we just came together, bro. We yeah. came together. We bought into what Dave's had going on. He was somebody who was allocating this time to give us the best things that we needed to be a valuable organization and it, it was able to be showcased because we just came together no matter what was going on outside we just came there to keep on being close and it keep on growing each other no matter what the competition is no matter what the operation is no matter what they want to do from the from the top down i'm gonna support you bro because we're all here for the same goal bro go go get that labardi bro take Where? care of our family you feel yes, me sir. no that's real and uh if we able to bring that into the African-American culture, just us wanting to be together, uplifting each other. Like, I make it a a thing of mine of when I walk past an African-American male or female, I'm making sure I'm I'm, I'm showing some love to you. Like, what's mm-hmm. up? How you doing? Oh, I yeah. feel like we got to the point where we see another African-American, we keep our head down. We, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Like, nah, bro. Like, we need to uplift each other, exactly. bro. Exactly. We, we, we kings and queens. Like, it's time for us to really tap into that, that lost spirit. For real. No, you just right. talking about that. Just literally <laughs> talking about that <laughs> last night and this morning, bro. Yeah. That's real, bro. That's real. You know, you playing in Wink's defense, you know, um, a lot of different packages. But, you know, playing DB, slot, nickel, you know, outside, you're out there one-on-one. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're out there on the island. Like, how do you like playing in that defense? How do you like your skill set being in this defense? Heavy blitzes, exotic yeah, yeah, blitzes, yeah. leaving you on the island one-on-one. Uh, I enjoy it. Because I feel like it's the type of person I am in life. Like, I always knew that ain't nobody going to do it better than me. You feel me? And when I had an understanding of that, like, all right, bet, put that work in and don't lean upon. In football, yeah, I lean upon the other other 10 players that's on the field. But I'm not going to lean upon different things that wasn't having me perform at the level I, I, I know I could perform at, which is a high level. So I, I started to tunnel out. The, the subconscious negativity. Right. You feel mm-hmm. me? And like, all right, bet. Yeah, we know when it's fourth down, gritty time, they our DC going to call that zero-hour blitz and you got to go mano y mano. And a lot of people ain't built for that. Right. You feel me? So I know that there's so many different things that I went through in life. It's like, man, this little play right here, I'm going to be able to give it my all because I went through way harder uh, situations than this. Yeah. You feel me? So uh, I like his... His approach because you can take that approach in life. Like his approach he's doing is a calculated risk. It's not just a risk. It's like, all right, bet. It's a proven model that if the we call this exactly. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So that's something that I leaned upon when I came out is betting yourself. And the wink has been a guy that he always betted on his coordination skills in his system. Right. And has been playing dividends for him for that. And it's a lot of guys who may not have the best talent in this world, but they got the uttermost belief in themselves, and they doing great things for their family and themselves. So it's like, whatever approach you have, that's the results you're going to get. You feel me? So uh, Wink approach is something that has rubbed off to me, mm-hmm. rubbed off to our defense, and that, that approach is something that could be sustainable throughout life outside of football. Oh, yeah. So if you could describe your life in one word or phrase up until this point, what would you say? Progression. Why? Why? Nigga twins over there. Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I feel like progression is a two-way street. You feel me? Like, you even, you, I feel like you're progressing even when you're going backwards in life, if you're aware of it. Right. So I feel like a lot of people go backwards and they're not aware of it and they keep on going back. You feel me? And I feel like my backwards started was when the foundation my pops, my pops left us with. You feel me? Like, he was in the league, he was getting bread, X, Y, and Z, but he left us with a foundation that wasn't solid or stable. So I bet, how can I constantly progress to get to where I'm at now and knowing that it's more progression to the end of time of life. Yeah. You feel me? So that's why I'm always going to say progression because I constantly got to progress each and every day. Yes, sir. I constantly got to change my ways of being a father. Like, my daughter might not like the way I correct her, so I got to progress on ask different fathers or ask my lady, how can I correct baby girl and she actually be receptive of it? Mm. You feel me? And in the football realm, progression aspect of, all right, bet, being consistent, learning from the mistakes you made, and leaning upon the things that you did in order to, for you to be successful. And you kind of going to progress with that at. Like that system, you kind of going to add new things to that system. Because you're yeah. like, all right, bet, I got a flow of this. Let me add this to it because I know I need this. Keep making it better and better. Exactly, yeah. So just constantly progressing with it and constantly improving within it. Like, I forgot, I don't know who had me. Like, I, you said, like, it was so valuable for me, bro. Chip Kelly, he... He a mad scientist, bro. Yeah, people, he was. Don't, people don't know that. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Outside of the scheme he got, bro, just his his state of mind is just top tier. You feel me? Like he brought in so many influential people just to speak about what the mind is, uh, what being open minded is, what being closed minded is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like by me understanding and aware of how the brain operate, I'm like, all right, bet. How can I constantly improve my skill set and my mental well being? And I just constantly did those things to progress. And I'm constantly doing them now. Like, I'm not able to have the time that I had back in those days where I had to go to class and do those things. But I know for a fact, the time I do got now, how am I prioritizing myself to constantly progress to be the best player I could be? Best version of yourself. For sure. Mm-hmm. No, that's real. Adding to your toolbox, making yeah. sure you're a better man, better person all around. Right. Um, you know, this show is called Second Win, right? Mm-hmm. And we want... Anybody who watches it, we don't want them to leave here like, damn, I ain't getting nothing from Darnay. Even yeah. though you're spitting a lot of wisdom, I want this answer to be something they can always go back to and be like, yo, uh, you know, I appreciate that. So, you know, what advice can you give to anybody, you know, maybe kids looking to be in your position or just somebody going through anything in life, trying to catch their second win, trying to be a better person, trying to be a better human? Like, what what advice could you give to them? Uh, I would say the advice I will give would be, People catch their second win once they take that L, once you get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So once you do get punched in the face, know it's time for you to really bow up and catch that second win, the aspect of the light is near. You feel me? The light is near. So let me stay prayed up. Let me stay disciplined. And knowing that by me, I'm a big believer of breathing. And I feel like second win comes in correlation with breathing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, what response and approach can I have in order to know that I am catching my second win? Boom, I get punched in the face. How am I going to respond to that? You can tell yourself, time to catch your second win. Right. All right, bet. Let's let's get to it. You feel me? So having an exercise that you could lean upon when you do get punched in the face. All right. Like every punch in the face is going to be different, but it's still a punch in the face. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Boom, my punch in the face might be my baby girl did not sleep last night. Right. I got to go craft this morning. Or my punch in the face might be, I woke up, my back hurting. <laughs> catch your second win. It's time to catch that second win. You know who you're doing it for. Right. You feel me? So that, that second win got to have a, a mantra behind it. You feel me? Like, you know when you hear that, let me catch that second win. Whatever you, whatever your why it is, that shit just flood right through you. Mm. All right, bet. I'm back at it. I'm back locked in. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And you ask all the great ones, they got something that they tell themselves in order to Respond to wherever the case may be. Yeah. Wherever it is. You feel me? So it could be, mm, that don't define me. Right. That's major itself. Because I feel a lot, a, lot, a lot of people walk with the aspect of whatever happens in reality, that's the definition of me. That no. don't define you. Reality come and go. Yes, it do. You feel me? You are eternal. So that do not define you. You feel me? So understanding like, boom, wherever that approach is, let me catch my second win. That don't define me. Wherever the case may be, that, that exercise could take you as far as you want to take it. Because it's something that you know that you're going to tap into. Because I know for a fact, when something goes wrong, we all get an automatic thought of some negativity. 
Yeah. We all get an automatic thought. So we're able to automatically how I respond to, let me catch my second win. And wherever that second win definition is to you, you're going to lean upon it. You're right. That's real. real. You're That's right. real. Now, hold on. I got I got one more question. <laughs> it is, this, is, this wasn't even on our shit. That video, bro, the viral one, with your ass out, bro. <laughs> nah, like, you got to, like, bro. I mean, you want you me to explain that one, yeah, bro? Yeah, bro, you got to talk about that, bro, because, yeah, like, that shit, I mean, like. It was in London, on. man. <laughs> It was something in the air, man. My ass was out. Man, I had to show my ass out in London, man. Like, man, let me make my ass international. But nah, uh, really, Bo, it's about to be two-minute drive. I believe it's the end of the game. Two-minute drive, boom. I knew I had a, a thigh bruise. Yeah. They did a little jet sweep. They did a puller. Man, I gave a little guard some wiggle. Right. His whole knee hit my, you feel me, my uh. thigh. So I don't make the play at all. I'm like, oh, it's it's bugging. <laughs> so uh, I'm able to run it through. I'm on a bench like this all day. Like I can't, you can't let it get stiff. Once it gets stiff, it's over. It's with. over your with, your yep. day over with. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, but I can't let it get stiff. I'm like, man, it's two minutes, man. I'm like, hey, Jay. I start chanting. I'm like, hey, Jay. I need you to rub on my thigh, but I know this can go south. So let's go to the tent. <laughs> I know this can go south. He like, nah, y'all about to hit the field, man. Y'all not about to hit the field. I'm like, it is what it is at this point. Bet. <laughs> Fuck it, right. So, boom. Uh, we win the game, bro. We celebrating. We on the plane. Our GM and owner come up to me like, you saw that video? <laughs> I'm like, the video after the game when I was talking to, you feel me, the little Bravo from International Bravo? Like, I was I was talking about that. You right, feel right, me? right, like, right, right. No. This video. I'm like, oh. He said, oh, so that's how you get it down? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, butt cheeks was out, man. No, that video was funny that as was shit, crazy, bro. bro. For real. Yeah. People For wanted real. to know the answer to that. I, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, man. Nah, no, but, bro, we appreciate you getting on the show, bro. Like, I you really spit a lot of so wisdom, much, bro. Man. Like, shit, I learned a lot, man. Just. Being here, being around you, bro, just the wisdom you dropping, yeah, man. Yeah, bro, super wise for your age, super profound for your age, and, you know, you on the path to greatness, just the way, you know, that you speak and the way that you speak about taking care of your family and your legacy and everything you got, even the way you prepare. So You can only win, bro. You can only That's win, bro. You know, I'm excited likewise, to see man. where you likewise. go and what you do with, you know, the rest of your life, not even just football, the rest of, you know, your whole career. I'm sure we're going to be tapped in yes, sir. Mm -hmm. from now on out. Now, you fact, know what I'm fact. saying? So, you know, we we want to tell you from the Second Win family, really appreciate, appreciate you, bro. It's all love. Happy birthday. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know Happy what I'm saying? Yeah. Happy G-Day, yeah. bro. Yes, you know, anybody watching, like, comment, subscribe. Go tell your auntie. Go tell your grandma. Go tell dog, your, your cat dog, neighbor, your, that, your nephew, man, your please. neighbor, whatever. Second Win family, we out. Love. Appreciate y'all.